Welcome to Modern Musings, Conversations with the Maiden Mother and Crone, looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Welcome back. I'm Amber Garvin, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Cindy Murray and Kristen Hessler. Hi. And we are recording on location from the Holland Hotel in Alpine, Texas. Now, where the heck is Alpine, Texas? <laughs> it is um, just north of the Big Bend National Park. Yes, it is. In the deep southwest, southwest yeah, deep, Texas. Deep southwest. Deep southwest yeah. Texas. You so. know, when we had, we spent an awesome day at Big Bend, didn't we? Yes, we yeah, did. It was pretty awesome. Fun. Yes. And, it's a uh, beautiful park. We took lots of pictures and had lots of fun times. A lot of scary driving. <laughs> Kristen does not like hills or curves Speak or anything over 20 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of scary, which kind of segues into that, we <laughs> are talking about horror movies because guess what it's October well you knew that obviously but it's October <laughs> so we are talking about horror movies our favorites what we like what we don't like horror movies in general so I guess you could say Cindy's driving is like a horror movie hey I take what? <laughs> Her turns as fast as she can with one hand on the wheel and the other one pointing at something on the side of the road. Hey, I resemble that remark. She resembles that remark. <laughs> and every time Kristen was like, oh, look at that, Cindy would go and what? take the car with, with her. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, it's hard not to look. It is. Ah, true. And it's hard not to turn the wheel when you're trying to look. Absolutely. Uh, so, the reason we're doing this episode from the Holland Hotel is that the Holland Hotel is considered one of the 13 most haunted hotels in the state of Texas. Now, apparently, there are 12 other haunted hotels. that, And I actually work near one. It's called the Adolphus Hotel oh, yeah. in downtown uh -huh. Dallas. So, and... They have a really nice little coffee shop. But, um, yeah, it's uh, there's another one in Fort Worth, I believe, a haunted hotel. Oh, wow. I yeah. had no idea. <laughs> yeah, so we were in the area, and we decided that we wanted to stay at this haunted hotel. And we're going to stay here two nights. And Kristen has already heard weird noises, but it turned out to be the coffee pot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're waiting on some paranormal activity here while we're talking about horror movies. <laughs> so, if you hear us screaming and running for the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, everybody, uh, if you're a loyal listener, you know I'm pretty weird. And I'm getting married soon, and the person I'm marrying is pretty weird as well. And he is actually a scare actor for the Cutting Edge Haunted House in Fort Worth, Texas. 
and it is one of or the biggest haunted house in the United States, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he is, uh, he's a scare actor, so he gets dressed up. Yeah, all through October and other times of year, they have like a Valentine's Day show and a Christmas show. And he goes and he scares people so for a living, at least in October. I mean, he's a chef all other times, but... Um, <laughs> That's his passion. That's his yeah. fun. Yeah, his fun. Our fun is this podcast. His fun is... Scaring the living, dressing up and scaring the living daylights out of people. <laughs> he, he and my son would have. <laughs> that's what Stephen should have done when he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. because he used to creep around corners and wait for people to walk and yeah, and and just just to make you jump. Oh, yeah. Jason does that too, like all the time. Like Drive me crazy. we 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 try to see if we can scare each other, uh-huh. and I'll be like sitting in bed reading and I see out of the corner of my eye someone crawling through the bedroom door and trying to slither around to the other side of the bed <laughs> so he can jump up and scare, scare me. You. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so we do that a lot as a thing, try to scare each other. Yeah, Raina's <laughs> discovered that recently. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now she's been going around doing that too. So, I'm marrying somebody who's into horror and horror movies, and I'm into weird things, but I myself love horror movies. Now, I mean, I like some of the modern stuff. I'm not really, like, a big fan of, like, the slat. Well, no. I'm I'm talking about more like a... I'm not a real big fan of, like, the gore just-to-be-gore movies. Mm. But um, I am a huge fan of cheesy 1980s horror movies. What about you ladies? Well, I grew up watching horror movies, as did Kristen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because my mother was a huge horror movie buff. And um, we're not talking cheesy 80s movies. We're talking... What was that place for? <laughs> Just... A thought. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she liked these B movies like The Blob and things, Creature from the Black Lagoon and things like that. And so I remember watching all of those with her. And as soon as I was old enough to go to R rated movies, which was probably when I was 14 or 15, she wanted a partner to go to the movies with her. So we went and we saw all the stupid you know prom night and oh there were so many of them that were so bad orca um i couldn't even tell you any anything that was just cheesy and scary and she liked all those my absolute favorite cheesy scary horror movie is called Waxwork. Mm. Yes. Like a, the and, steak tartare. Yeah, the steak tartare. Yeah. Yes. I actually a, watched that with my grandmother. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. It's, yes, it's, uh, it's like one of my absolute favorite. I love both, both of them. There's a Waxwork 1 and a Waxwork 2. And it is my absolute favorite cheesy horror movie. There's like a little guy. Welcome to the Waxwork. And uh, Did they remake those too? 
Well, uh, the waxworks were like people who were like kidnapped for in from different like areas in time by a wizard guy, and uh, they were like preserved into horror it's scenes in a wax museum. In a wax museum, okay. Yeah. And he was like a demon or something oh, like that, and he was trying to yes. like open up the gates of hell. They did. In 2005, they remade it called House of Wax. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that one was really scary. Well, they... It was actually kind of scary. It's... Yeah, and that guy actually took, like, candle wax and stuff like that and preserved humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, wax work was more like, yeah, they were, like, made from wax, but they were, like, taken from, like, different time periods okay. and put in, like, a horror scene movie for each wax work and then um what they were like demons or evil or something like that mm-hmm. and um what what happened was is the people that visited the museum got sucked in to mm-hmm. the the display and then they lived out the drama that turned them into a waxwork mm. like as they got killed in the fantasy they turned into a waxwork mm. and then the guy opened the gates to hell or whatever and they all came alive and uh as demons to go and kill people mm. but um they ended up burning down the wax museum and uh so waxwork 2 picks up to where like the main guy from waxwork 1 he has to travel through time to save somebody i forgot who he had to save i just remember like the cheesiness where like um he had like a time like maybe clock or whatever, Time Warrior clock. Okay. And uh, it was just like he, um, like all the wax works were like in the first one, different moments in time. He was like traveling through all of these horror movie moments and he was becoming part of them, kind of like Quantum Leap. Okay. But it was like in a horror movie Mm -hmm. uh, format. Okay. And I just like, Loved it so much because the second one, especially because it had Bruce Campbell from the Evil Dead in one of the mm-hmm. scenes, and um, they were so cheesy and funny. Like, he ends up in like a Godzilla world in a Godzilla mm-hmm. horror movie, and he's wearing and he's dressed up to look like he's Asian. And then, um, it, it's even like the whole like subtitle thing, everybody looks up at Godzilla. And they're all speaking in subtitles, and uh, he, and he said he sees Godzilla, and he goes, "Oh no!" And it's not in his voice; it's a dubbed voice. Mm. And then he looks around like, "Did that just happen?" <laughs> and that's like my favorite part so of the movie. Cheesy. It's so yeah. cheesy. So well, yeah, you like the cheesy ones, and Mom doesn't like the boo. Kind of I do not like the boo. I yeah. like the cheesy ones too. And, and like like I was talking about, my mom. I remember some that she did. Like, she likes the ones where, um, like, a lot of the ones that had monsters that were, like, the claymation-type things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Godzilla? The Clash of the yeah. Titans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like, one of the ones that, um, I'm trying to remember what it was called, Food of the Gods. That one was 
so horribly bad. And it was like, these people are, I don't know where they are. I, I don't want to give the whole story away. But, um, but they go to this place and this woman has a farm and she's like, I can't remember exactly, but it's like they're trying to produce more food and more food. Well, she has discovered this food of the gods, which is something that occurs naturally on this island or wherever they were, and the animals eat it. Well, she was using it to, like, make big produce and stuff, you know, make things grow, like, giant cherries or, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, whatever, giant vegetables. But the animals would get this stuff, too, so there's, like, giant bees and... You know, things like that that are trying to sting people. It was really cheesy. And uh, and then there was another one called... Um, oh, yeah. Yes, and it was... And some of these have actually been remade, but they were not as nearly as good as the first. Is that the guy that turns into a snake? He turns into a snake. The, yeah, I this guy's that was, with her, too. Yeah, she was he's researching... <laughs> he was researching snake venom and he was injecting people with snake venom and whatever to turn them into snakes and then there's the island of dr moreau which is a similar concept where um the doctor is experimenting with turning animals into people and then i think he starts trying to turn people into animals and so that was kind of a weird, weird, weird yeah, thing. Yeah, those are bizarre. And, and it was remade, but it was not nearly as good as the first one. And the first one was really so cheesy. My favorite horror movies are probably the ones where people are traveling and they get lost. Um, the Descent is where a group of girls go uh, mountain climbing and they go into like this um unexplored cave mm -hmm. and they get lost in the cave and then someone falls and breaks their leg you know and all this bad stuff happens and it gets a little bit more like weird as the story goes um and then like Blair Witch Project was always one of my favorites just the whole idea of oh my gosh I was obsessed with them. that when it came out because there was nothing like that before yeah I it was the very first found footage horror mm -hmm. love that um and there's been a lot of a similar I mean even the descent kind of is like that they're um I think they're uh oh, someone have cameras in? I don't remember if they were video filming their exploration or not but there's a bunch of other movies like that on netflix where like a group of guys will go on their little expedition and like weird stuff happens oh and as above so below yeah, that's the other one i was thinking I that, that one, one is really good so they're that in the really catacombs good. in france they're mm. very psychological as well like mm -hmm. they're they're more under like the psychological like horror mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. horror genre because you don't really know what is happening like right. is it like ghosts demons right whatever or is it just the people being scared yeah people going minds, crazy yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's a good genre also yeah i like the like the saw movies and i don't like things that jump out or scare you or whatever but the 
Gore the first, doesn't. Gore the first one was very one. psychological. Though. It was. That you was like that. It. That's the only one I've seen. And then uh, they got all like. Yeah, they got different. Let's do them. weird torture things. Yeah, but that one was. I I liked that one because it was kind of a psychological, you know, thing twist to it. Um, Silence. Silence of the Lambs. Similarly, so mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's horror, and but. It, it's all that psychological twisting yeah. of him, you know, getting into Claire's head and messing with her, and that those kind of things are. See, I freaky. consider that one a psychological thriller and not a horror movie. Okay. See, I th- but I don't a know. lot of people do, do consider. I think it a horror movie it because is, it has a lot of really disappointed because oh. I was watching it thinking it was a horror movie and I was like, so you thought a slasher get... was going to be going around killing mm. people kind of thing? Or, so, yeah, I was yeah. just waiting for it to get scary. And so it, yeah. y'all did it wasn't scary. Did you but, know that there are thirty five different subgenres of horror? Wow. Nice. Slasher is just one of them. Right. A right. killer. You know, like uh, we were talking about psychological, the de- the descent, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then, like, madness, like the shining, people yes. going crazy. And then, okay, one of my favorites is Home Invasion and Survival. I love the Purge movies. Okay. I love them. And then there's a movie called Your Next Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, that's a home invasion one. And then Ready or Not. Um, there I was really one like the, that the one Panic well. Room, similar thing because yeah, she, they're trapped in mm-hmm. you know. And then I also like art house horror, but that is more of like kind of psychological. I mean, it could be a little bit of like everything, really, just like creepy stuff. Okay, happening. But there are so many genres, yeah, like slasher is totally just one of them. Yep. Like a, a lot of people like the monster movies. Mm-hmm. Then that's yeah. a different, oh, mm-hmm. and then there's zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a post-apocalyptic there are some, yeah. horror. Survivalists, yeah. Cannibals. Oh, yeah. Mon- yeah, you said monsters, viruses. Oh, yeah. Virus for well, like 28 outbreak. days later outbreak. That's mm-hmm. considered horror as well. Vampires, werewolves, which those I consider monsters, mm-hmm. but that, but since there are so many of them, they're kind of subgenres their own, yeah. of their own vampires and well, werewolves. Well, there's other kinds of monsters too that are. Yeah, yeah. like the like thing. Slither. Mm-hmm. The yeah. slither. The thing, the thing was really yeah. good. Um, mythological, like La La Rona. Uh, Krampus. Oh, yes. yeah. Krampus. Yeah. Mythological ones. Um, Jack Frost. <laughs> yeah. Like animals and nature, like Jaws is considered a horror right, movie. Right, right. That, that's and, what I was talking about, the Orca movie. Uh, yeah. The Killer Whales or whatever. That's, <laughs> it was a big killer whale. That, I watched a crazy one when I was a kid about killer rabbits called Night of the Lepus. <laughs> that had to have been one that your mom would have She liked. would have loved that, yes. Yeah, but it's like about killer rabbits living underground in rabbit holes, like big, huge rabbits as size of cars okay 
So, yeah, it was called Knot of the Lippus. Okay. Arachnophobia. Yeah. Oh, the oh. big spotters. Yes. Oh, and then eight-legged freaks. <laughs> That's kind of a parody, though, yeah. of arachnophobia. Yeah. I, I actually am terrified of spiders, but I made myself watch arachnophobia. Mm. <laughs> what about sci-fi, like Alien? Yeah, that's uh, yes. another genre. That yeah, is. Alien. And there's a, quite a few of those as well. The Fly. And then was, yeah, The Fly was a great... And I, I watched the original Fly a long, long time ago with my mother and then watched it again with the Jeff Goldblum version of it, so... Yeah, I forgot, yeah, about the original. Yeah, Aliens, Sci-Fi. Help me! Help me! Yeah, there's there's a lot of those. I you know, I I really it's it's weird because I say I always say I don't like horror movies, but but I have for a long time liked and watched horror movies. I watched all of the the Stephen King movies up until probably it. I never saw it. Um, and I don't know why I never saw it. But, you know, I Cujo the Shining, Salem's Lot, Carrie. Um, um, I mean, all of that is horror. Just like it is. different ways to look at it, like possession, yeah. the Stephen King universe, like the monsters mm -hmm, and like mm -hmm. everything being connected. Right. Um, the Stand, the Outbreak. The Stand like, was. Uh, the Stand is probably my favorite. Um, post-apocalyptic type mm -hmm. book that yeah, is that probably is by far my favorite. Kind of yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, because because of the good the, versus evil, yes. mm -hmm. death and killing. And Randall Flagg was a boogeyman. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you know. So Waxworks, nineteen twenty-four. Oh, the have original. You seen that one? No, I have not seen Waxwork. There you go. You know, I, I wonder if Waxwork was a remake of that one. Mm -hmm. I bet it was. Probably. They do that a lot. Oh, yeah. Horror movies like on over and over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially things that are kind of common. Like, um, like the Dracula story. The Frankenstein story. They're coming out with a new they Dracula over, coming over, up. Over, over again. Oh, then they just came out with several months ago Renfield. Yeah. About Dracula. Mm -hmm. And then they're coming out with like well, it's a remake of Nosferatu. Mm. Yeah. I watched that in third grade with my mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And there was a, in Waxwork, too, there was a parody of Nosferatu mm. because, um, like I said, the different horror points in time, uh -huh. Uh -huh. like uh, one of the characters uh, ends up getting stuck. It was Jack the Ripper oh. ended up getting stuck in Nosferatu's world mm. and he got eaten by Nosferatu. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So, do you guys have favorite directors? Oh, my gosh. Um, the Grindhouse director. Uh, what is his name? Tarantino, maybe? Okay. Yeah, because he did Dust, Dust Till Dawn, mm -hmm. 
vampires. He did the Grindhouse movies. One of my favorite movies that he did was um, Death Proof mm. with Kurt Russell. Mm. And I was just talking about that when we were talking about hanging your leg out and arm out of oh, the yeah. car. Yeah. When we were driving earlier, I was yeah. talking about, have you ever seen Death Proof? Because he hits somebody whose leg was hanging out the window and her leg goes flying. Right. Basically, it was, it's about a guy who, Kurt Russell plays a stunt driver. And uh, his, so his car is a stunt car. And so he's all secure in one side of the car, mm -hmm. and then in the other side, it's just like a weird car, just with like wooden seats or something mm -hmm. like that. And so he wants to like kill these girls, but he picks another girl up at the bar and sticks her in the weird side of the car. But he's following these other girls because he's wanting to stalk them because mm. they were also at the bar. But he ends up, he's like, I'll give you a ride home to the girl that was sitting at the bar, played by Rose McGowan, I believe. Mm. And he sticks her in there and then he follows these other girls and decides that like he wants to ram them with the car. Mm -hmm. So he goes and he turns around and comes back and hits them straight on with Rose Yikes. McGowan. And he ends up like also in the hospital, but he like was, you know, pretending like, oh, he had like a heart attack or mm -hmm. something. But he just gets like a scratch um. and like all the other girls get murdered. Wow. Yeah. And he like is does that for a living. Like he's a serial killer and he kills people with stunt cars. Wow. Weird. That's weird. Very strange. So one strange. uh definite notable would be Rob Zombie. Oh, oh yeah. wow. House of yeah. a Thousand Corpses. I do like House of a Thousand Corpses. Wild movie. I think my movie. one of mine would be and and keep in mind that I have not watched horror movies in a long time. Um, John Carpenter was a great one. Oh, yeah. And vampires. so was Wes Craven. Yeah. Oh, Scream movies, yeah. Well, and and Freddy Krueger, you know, all the Nightmare on Elm Street stuff, that was one of the... I mean, it was so... It was genre-changing, you know, it because it was so different than anything that had been made to date, even though it was still on that. It was still hacker slasher, it but was, it was more fan fantasy, well, impossible. And, yeah. and it was a lot more gory mm -hmm. than anything else before that. And, um, and it, and it was full of all those jump and scare you kind of things. Mm -hmm. And, but it, it, it really was just so graphic and nowadays, it seems like everything is really, really graphic like that. Um, I think to the to the point that we're being desensitized to it. Oh, sure. But I don't know. At the time that it that um, like Nightmare on Elm Street came out, that was just so unique and. And I was still into watching a lot of horror at that point in time. So I, I really liked that one. So an up-and-coming director that I really like, and he only has like a, a few mo horror movies out now, 
but Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he's got to be one of my most favorite directors, honestly. Like, I love his movies. Mm-hmm. Get Out mm-hmm. and Nope. Very uh, psychological. Yeah. Two those... completely different things, but very, like, two completely different movies, but very psychological movies. I, I, I have not seen those, but the those both intrigued me, but I was afraid. I was afraid to watch them. <laughs> because I don't like that jumping out kind of stuff, you know, but but those looked really cool. They did. Well, they yeah. like a cool concept. Like, a, Nope was definitely an interesting concept and also another, like, not, not really home invasion, but, like, home type horror mm-hmm. where, like, there's this you know, family in a house and weird things happen. Yeah. Like a, like Nope, You're Next, and Ready or Not, like those are like my three like weird mm. house invasion type mm-hmm. horrors that I like, like type movies, not horrors. I like the ones where people go to a dinner and they all get picked off one by one. Mm. Yeah, you're next. Like that's that that's how it starts. Yeah, and and I haven't seen it, but I saw ads for it. Wasn't there one called The Menu that was? was oh, that? that one's really good. That looked really that, good. That's y'all need to see that one. I that is probably one of my f- most favorite movies I watched last year. Really? Mm. Yeah, I kept watching, looking for that. Like I said, I I like to I like the idea of watching horror movies. Mm-hmm. But it's just I've gotten so. I don't know. I have to. I have to watch them during the daytime. I can't watch them with other people because if other people start jumping and you know, then I freak out. Mm-hmm. And and I don't. Um, I try to keep the suspense down a little bit just because it's just a little much for me. And yeah. it never was before, but it, that's what it does. So, yeah. I remember watching Pet Cemetery when <laughs> I was probably way too young to watch Pet Cemetery. Okay. Thank you, Bob. And I usually didn't get scared of movies, but that one is probably one that haunted me and still does. Because there's a couple of elements that were really creepy, like the 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 wife's sister, I think. She had like a relative that was like in their room and she had to go feed soup to her sister. It was really like kind of creepy. Hmm. I don't know. She like flashed back to like... Oh, it was like her childhood. Yeah. Yeah, and that... That lady was creepy. And um, then also just, like, the other elements of um, the death and resurrection. Mm -hmm. I remember being probably, like, 12 or less, maybe 10 years old. I remember I was jumping on the bed at my grandma's house. (laughs) And then I heard, like a cat. Oh. I guess the cat was under the bed, and she didn't like me jumping on the bed. But I had recently watched that Pet Cemetery movie oh, where the cat was the first uh, thing to be resurrected uh-huh. that, that went awry. And um, I was 
terrified of my grandmother's cat after that, after watching that movie. And, like, I remember standing on the bed and crying because I was afraid to get down from the bed because Mm. I thought the cat was going to, like, cut my ankles. (laughs) That was two different, like, two different things, like the cat and then the kid cut the ankles. But (laughs) But I, like, you know, and then... There was a movie that, you know, thank my grandmother for, you know, desensitizing me, but also traumatizing me at the same time, watching Uh. horror movies way, way earlier than I probably should have. But I remember watching this movie and I've never been able to figure out what the movie is, but this guy's dog like digs up a corpse or something or he's walking around with a bone in his mouth Mm. and, and. This could be, like, completely wrong remembering. But I remember him taking the bone away from the dog and flushing it down the toilet. And that's why I'm like, what? Who would do that? Right. But he flushed it down the toilet and then a hand came out of the toilet. And then for the longest time after that, I was always afraid that something was going to come get me out of the (laughs) toilet. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, man. What? Oh, you know, it's it's not really a movie, but it was a book that I read. Um, it was a Dean Koontz book called Intensity. And um, there was a scene where the serial killer, well, the, 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 uh, the heroine of the movie or the book is uh, creeping around the house. She knows there's a, somebody there, a serial killer or whatever. And she goes into the parents' bedroom, and the husband's sitting up in bed like he was in bed, and, you know, his throat was slashed or something. I don't know. And the shower was running, so she went in to talk to the mother, you know, and the mother was in the shower um, dead. And but the the thing it was it was kind of all staged by this guy mm-hmm. and the weird creepy thing about this movie was he i mean he was a horrible thing and i don't want to give it away but the the premise of this whole thing was that you would never guess who the bad guy was mm-hmm. and and i remember you know, reading that book. And those are some of the best ones that are like that because, like, if you don't know who the bad guy is, but these bad things keep happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it it was really interesting the way they... I think but that's it, why everybody liked um, Scream yeah, when that came right. out because the ending was a surprise. Right. Well, and, and with that, the it intensity, really it's, you know, you're talking about not being able to sit on the toilet and stuff. I still, to this day, you know, um, when I come into my bedroom, if Mark's already in bed, I stop and I listen to hear if he's breathing or not. Mm-hmm. And then I go in my bathroom and I flip on the light and I look in the shower to make sure there's not somebody in wow. the shower. And, you know, and it's it's totally irrational, but that scene just set that up for me. Like, to have that fear, yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. an adult when I read that book, but... But it, uh, yeah, I think it kind of traumatizes you in a way. You know, it does. And I just, I've gotten where I don't, I I don't tolerate that very well. 
Yeah. I, I will replay those scenes. I mean, I, it's been 20 years probably since I read that book, mm-hmm. and that scene is still playing over and over yeah. and over in my head. And, and it's like that one scene yeah. from Deliverance. Yeah. I, I, I can't get over that scene. Yeah. I would say that would probably be a horror also. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Kubrick. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. Be silly. yeah. The hills have eyes. Oh, my gosh. That's a good one. And, yeah, I mean, like, the slashy, or not the slashy, but just like the crazy, gory like that. Um, I can't handle a lot anymore either, like I did when I was younger. Yeah, like the ripping off the fingernails and stuff. Yeah, yeah, makes you like cringe. Yeah, the saw stuff, like the not the first movie, but like the torture, right? Torture Mm -hmm. horror, like I can't do that anymore. Right. Oh, speaking of torture horror, this is like the creepiest movie ever. Then probably, Human Centipede. Oh, Oh. I have not seen that, but everybody who has, that I know that has seen that, said they were traumatized by that movie. Yeah. It was so horrible. It was the most absurd, but also horrible and just, like... Disgusting. Yeah. 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 Makes you wonder about the minds of people who come up with things like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Just like a like it's just like a deep dive in like the things that people can come up with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a really interesting point. Like I've never really thought about that, but it's um, thinking of like the most absurd things or wrong things, things that you shouldn't think about mm-hmm. or do, mm-hmm. but then re like creating them into like a reality of rights without actually doing them yeah very interesting that makes you wonder like at what point do you cross the line or draw the line i mean right 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 where is the line i agree definitely and that's definitely like a crazy way a different way to look at the horror genre yeah there was a movie that i saw that i was like appalled um you know and i usually don't like want to get up and move a leave a movie theater but i think it was like last house on the left oh i can whack it at that yeah there's a scene like very, similar to the deliverance one honestly yeah very early on in the movie where mm. Someone gets um, sexually accosted, and I, it was like real, right? Like it didn't Very look realistic. like acting. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like watching it happen, and that was very difficult to watch in the movie theater. Mm. Like I was sitting there eating my popcorn with everybody else, like being a witness to something. I mean, it didn't really happen, but that's right. what I felt like I was being a witness to it. And I guess that's the point of the movie is it's supposed to make you feel like, like art does that too. It's supposed to invoke those feelings. Right. Like I yeah. cried. I was mm. bawling in the movie theater because it was very emotional and um, it was difficult to watch. And part of me wanted to get up and leave, but it was only like 
20 minutes into the movie, so it was like, <laughs> I just got here. Right. <laughs> but I went ahead and I watched it, so. There's another movie um, based on a real-life uh, horror um, where this woman, uh, like, had her niece, I guess she got her her um, niece and nephew they came to live with her because their parents passed away and um, she locked her niece in the basement mm. and but she let her nephew and the neighborhood kids run amok and cause a lot of problems and um, they were very inappropriate and like you know she would like put cigarettes out on her and stuff. Oh. Yeah. It, was a, it was one of those, like, human torture kind of movies. Yeah, yeah. But that one's based on a true story. Ugh. Um, oh, my gosh. Let me try to remember what that movie was called. Because that one was also hard to watch. I think it was called The Girl Next Door. Oh. Yeah, The Girl Next Door. I just looked it up. Is it The Girl Next Door or Girl Next Door? I think it's called The Girl Next Door. Yeah, it was a real-life murder. Wow. Okay. Jack Ketchum's The Girl Next Door, um, also known as Jack Ketchum's Evil, is a 2007 American thriller horror film um, by Gregory Wilson. And uh, there's a novel about it also. Uh, which it was inspired by the real life murder of uh, Sylvia Likens, um, but that was that was insane, very insane movie. Um, and I guess that's like a whole nother genre too, like reality stuff. That's um, you know remakes of real true things that have happened. Yeah. Well, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know how much that one... I don't know the whole story behind that one, but how I know that that was... Yeah, it, I mean, it was, I'm sure, fictionalized to some extent. But that was a true story. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, like I said, I don't know that much about it, but... Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> okay. Well, um... Does anybody else have anything that they want to talk about? Or uh, we want to hear from our listeners. What are your favorite horror movies? And uh, what horror movies do you like to watch in October? What are your favorite Halloween horror movies? Please uh, follow us on Facebook and check out our Facebook group, MMC Chat. And, like, answer our poll that we post. Yep. We started posting a poll every week on MMC Chat. So, go on, answer the poll, and let us know what your favorite horror movies are. Also, check out our blogs. So, what are we talking about next week? So, next week, we're talking about personal mottos and values. And uh, what that means to you and our culture and society. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like. That sounds interesting. Yeah, sounds like a good episode. Yeah, well, looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, we would like to thank Cake Mix Studios and Creative Audio Tech for our sound and our equipment, or our equipment and our sound. And uh, we would also like to thank our loyal listeners who keep coming back and listening to us every week. We love you guys. And we hope to catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.